0: Unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is the Retail Warzone Podcast.
1: Well, this evening, uh, we have Brady Davis with us from a wonderful, wonderful channel on YouTube called Brady Tunes. Uh, Irish Connection actually reached out to me. He had discovered it. And I went and watched and I was like, wow, this is great. Um, so having said that, Brady, introduce yourself and tell us a little
0: bit about how you got where you're at. Hi there. Yeah, so I'm Brady Davis. Uh, I'm a 2D animator uh, based in Minnesota. And uh, I have been doing retail for about seven years now. Um, and uh, I went to school for animation and Right before I went to uh, school, I uh, was looking for a job, as as college kids do, and um, Home Depot uh, was the only um, place that had a leave of absence, uh, so it made it possible for me to work summers and Christmas breaks, so I figured, you know, why not? Home Depot's a great company, and um, started working there, and uh, or the (laughs) Home Market. And uh, yeah, I mean, it it was a great company, um, but you'd come across all these customers, and Uh, it was funny, see all these memes about all customer service stuff and I'm experiencing it firsthand. I'm like, wow, this is all true, you know? And, uh, I was going to, you know, I was, um, learning about animation. I was like, well, I have to make a series about this. There's no way, you know, someone does this and, and doesn't tell their side of the story, you know? Um, so, uh, I do, uh, skit animations on my YouTube channel and storytime animations and, um, I have a series called the Home Art that was really part of a another series, uh, my Story Time stuff. But uh, a ton of people really loved it, so um, I uh, got a lot more coming out, and I'm really excited about uh, what's around the corner. So
1: nice. Uh, so you made mention offline that it kind of made its way to corporate. Did you get any kind of pushback from corporate, or were they not at all? See, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. So. It's uh, kind of a little, long story short. Um, my fiance, um, her friend, uh, his dad used to actually be my uh, district manager, and uh, we went to a, a college graduation party. And uh, he he let me know. He's like, "Hey, you know, I saw your your home art animation." I'm like, "No way! How would you see?" It? And he's like, "Well, I was just you know in in Atlanta and." Um, you know corporate seen it and and they love it and they they want you to to keep making more so they uh they really enjoyed it and uh i thought i was going to get negative pushback but you know looking back it's kind of really the customers i've really told this the story of because there have just been so many stories uh too too many to tell so that's what i made aiming to do with uh, the the arts series yeah, the uh calling karen one was hilarious
1: oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> thank you yeah um Thank you very now, much. Now, I, I did enjoy um, the one you just did about the uh, the gas pumps.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs>
1: I found that pretty funny. <laughs> Thank, you. That, that, Thank uh, you. Great storytelling with, with just a gas pump right there. So um, I know you did animation, but obviously you do like these skits and stuff too. So, I mean, do you have any aspirations, yes. you know, other than, you know, animation and maybe like getting into acting or anything like that?
0: I've thought about it. It, um, yeah, like I said, I really went to school for animation, but I had a lot of uh, a lot of really good people working with me that did video production, and um, they kind of taught me, you know, how to use a camera. And my dad's a photographer too, and he does great work. And um, I've always found that interesting. Um, so um, it, it's a whole different ball game, you know, drawing. Um, so you know, twenty-four frames a second, as opposed to like filming it and setting up set. So I want to explore that definitely in the future. I was, you know, intending to just do animation, but I've had a ton of fun doing the skits and um it seems a lot of people really enjoy them too, so uh I got a lot lot more coming. <laughs> so from start to finish,
1: let, let's just say your first episode of of Home Mart. Like start to finish process, yes. how long does that actually take?
0: Yeah, so that um usually takes a a little bit less than a month um, because I do all the drawings myself I do all the sound effects um, the music I'll kind of sample it from some other things but if not I'll I'll compose that myself too Um, and uh, it's really kind of just putting that all in the package and um, yeah a little bit a little bit shy of a month but it's a great process and it's sometimes pretty tedious but the most rewarding thing is, you know, finally rendering that video and, uh, seeing all the hard work you put in. You're like, wow, you know, that's, that's cool. You know, let, let's make another so, one. So
1: you <laughs> mentioned compose music
0: yourself. You musician as well. Oh, I wish that's my brother. He, uh, he does some great stuff. Um, he's kind of giving me some pointers. He uses, I think the program is called logic. Yes, I am familiar. Um, very. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, I had no idea. I mean, it, it, opening it up for the first time it's so complex but he is just a wizard with that um so he's definitely helped me with that he's composed um some tracks i put in my videos too as well um and uh yeah he he's given me some pointers there it's it's very hard like i said another ball game from animation and video and then music now so um but uh yeah i'll really kind of only do that as needed um usually the home art stuff um I'll kind of sample it from other places, but, uh, you know, my other animations, I'll kind of, I'll, I'll fit something else in there. But, uh, yeah, music, it's definitely, it takes a while get, getting used to, but, uh, like I said, once you kind of see it at the very end, it's like, wow, I I did that. <laughs> yeah, but that's, <laughs> so. I mean, that's,
1: uh, you know, a month, that's a pretty long process. I mean, you know, just, just for, because how long are those typically?
0: Usually, I aim between um, the six- and eight-minute mark. Um, Part three was around 10 minutes, and there was uh, a particular scene at the end I wanted to add um, about how I met uh, my – I actually met my fiance at at, uh, Home Depot or Home Mart, (laughs) Mart. Um, and I wanted to definitely include that. Um, But, uh, yeah, around the six- to eight-minute mark.
1: Nice. Okay, so let's talk a little retail. So you you worked at Home Mart. So how – what would you say is the worst thing? You know, is it customers, coworkers, corporate?
0: Ooh, I think the worst thing would be, yes, the customers. Um, and they're not all bad. I know the Hallmark videos make it seem like they're all that way. They're really not because I've had some amazing customers that are are super close to me at the end. Um, but uh, I'll definitely say the customers make it very 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 challenging. And it was weird the first time I experienced my bad customer because I was like, "Well, this is a hardware story, you know." Like, what what, what are they gonna do? But they find ways. Oh yeah, <laughs> to to be pretty difficult.
1: <laughs> well, how how was the 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 customer base like during? christmas you know when they're gearing up for like holiday lights and christmas trees and
0: all that other stuff was that pretty much pretty nightmarish oh it was definitely nightmarish um that was the inspiration But um i did a, a black friday home art yep. animation and um that's exactly how it felt. i know it was super exaggerated but we would have people camping out at uh outside of the store because we open at 6 a.m we have people camping out there at like 5 o'clock, you know, 545 and all for poinsettias. And that, that's another thing I was like, well, my first black Friday, what are they going to try to get? Like we don't sell flat screen TVs. We don't sell, you know, video games. Um, but there's these poinsettias, poinsettias that they were crazy marked down and they were sold out in like 20 minutes. And we had a ton of them too, but their, their last minute, uh, shopping deals would be our fault for some reason to be like, well, you know, I got 12 of these and I'll bring my truck around. And then it's like a little sedan, like, uh, that's not a truck. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think you thought it's through. It's not going to fit in there. So they're like, well, you got to make it fit because I'm not coming back. It's like, or oh, right. when they buy that cre- happy holidays. Thank yeah. You. When they buy that
1: Christmas tree that, you know, the huge 12 foot Christmas tree and they take you out to like a Kia. Great. Right. <laughs> it was like, up. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, totally. Asking you to tie it and on then top. it's our fault.
0: They're like, well, yeah <laughs> yeah it oh my gosh yeah they uh yeah it it was all the customer's fault um or it was all you know the retail associates fault because the customer's always right it's like oh well yeah well I, there were some people go ahead what's up oh, go ahead oh there are some people who would uh you know be genuinely you know they, they would want to help out and help load stuff up but then there are other customers who you know they'd buy you know a tree or two and, and all these poinsettias and Uh, They'll be like, yeah, I'll pull my car around and just be this, you know, able-bodied customer. And then they would just be standing there kind of like telling us what to do. It's like, well, aren't you going to help us? (laughs) Oh,
1: what's really bad is like when you, when you, and and this isn't being sexist. Actually, if anything, it's, it's being disrespectful. You know, the amount of female associates Mm. that'll take stuff out to a car and you got some big burly dude, you know, just standing there watching them work and and don't want to help them at all.
0: Totally oh yeah completely and and you wonder like what is going through these customers heads like i how could you be like that especially during the holidays when everyone's supposed to be you know happy and and stuff so it it's just a it's a joke it the co-workers the people i worked with were really the thing that that made it very special um i mean that that in itself you know walking in and seeing on the schedule who you were working with you're like you know yes let, let's tackle this together and uh you kind of had something in common, you know, you're kind of going through the same sort of hell together. And, um, I think that was definitely the best part of, of retail. I,
1: I did find in your video when you were talking about the returns desk, God, oh, that yeah. is so rampant <laughs> everywhere. And I mean, oh, yeah. so tell us a little bit about some of your horror stories at the return desk. This ought to be good.
0: Oh yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll say every customer experience in all my home Art videos are all based on a true story. So they actually happen. Um, sometimes I exaggerate a little bit with the music and like the, the facial expressions, but you know, they've all happened. People were turning stuff from uh Lowe's or, you know, Joe's and they're like, Oh yeah, well I got it here. And then you look on the back and there's literally like the Lowe's logo. And it's like, uh, no, you didn't. And they still, they're like, well, can I at least return it here and, and you give me money? Like, no, no, we can't. <laughs> um, but yeah, right. I, I think the, the, one of the worst return things was, um, uh, I was, this was my first month, um, working returns desk. And I feel like that video, I barely scratched the surface. So like, I, I want to, you know, make more of them, but I was working with someone else who he was new to the returns desk as well. And we had this guy come in with, I kid you not 12 cartfuls of just, trash and just stuff that was super old and I guess he was a contractor and um he's like all right start scanning I'm like uh excuse me <laughs> what? we can't return this and of course he gets the manager and you're like yeah well, well we'll have to return this so we start scanning and you know lots of it doesn't even have barcodes on it and a ton of them have dirt and you know spider webs on them and you can tell the stuff's just old He's like, yeah, I just finished building a house and I figured, you know, well, I'll just return all the stuff at the very end. We're like, oh, yeah, you know, thanks. Th- thanks for looking out for us. That's that's <laughs> uh, a good point but, uh, because I would have to think the
1: contractors are probably like the Karens of Homeart.
0: Oh, there were a lot. Oh, yeah, there were a lot. Um, and I, I get you know, they have bosses, too, that are kind of giving them a hard time. And, you know, that translates to them giving us a hard time. But. You know it's at the end of the day, if you are easy to deal with, you know, if you're respectful and you want to, you know, um, if you're a good customer, you know, um, then i'm I'm nice back. like the the respect part goes both ways. and I just think so many people forget that they're either in a rush or they're just mad in general, and they're like, you know, I think I'm gonna be a jerk today, and uh, it's all gonna be directed at the cashier who's still <laughs> in high school so it it's just a mess (laughs) so what would be your worst customer experience oh boy the worst customer experience one of them definitely would be i actually put them in uh the first hallmark where i was at self-checkout and uh i was showing this guy or this guy wanted to know the price of a doorknob and I took him away from the self-checkout, but I put a close sign on the self-checkout, you know, so that no one else would scan stuff. And I go show him the price and we come back. And this other guy comes up to me, this other customer was like, well, you know, I, I have this receipt and I guess I paid for this and I didn't want to. And I look at it and it's the doorknob I scanned previously for the other customer. And I'm like, well, you did. And I had to put two and two together. Cause it's like, who just walks up to a self checkout with something already scanned on it and then (laughs) pay for that. So, um, I told him he did pay for it and that I'm going to have to walk him down to the returns desk so that we avoid it. And he freaked out. And, uh, I I know I said a lot of the stuff in my videos can be exaggerated, but in that one in particular, he was screaming, he threw all the stuff on the ground and he was just straight up not having a good time. And I'm like, all Dude, because of his own it's, fault. It's one thing you put right, and I'm like, I'll help you. You know, that's unfortunate. We can definitely return this, but I have no idea why he got so mad. Um, and it was just in the in the blink of an eye, he just flipped a switch and just started screaming. And everyone was looking, and he was causing a scene. And you know, I'm just there taking it. <laughs> but uh, I'd probably say that's that ranks right up there. That's rough. That is that is all over a yeah.
1: I mean, something that you obviously oh, could fix. Oh, I mean, yeah. You could refund it, no problem, you know, but I guess, ooh, that's right. crazy. I uh, had a had, Irish Connection, had a question, said, are the managers at Home Mart spineless when it comes to dealing with
0: Karens? Ooh. I don't want to get in trouble, but uh, there is – there was one in particular who was spineless. The other ones will work out deals with them. They're not like, it's not like, you know, you tell the Karen one thing and then you get the manager and they just completely, you know, flip it around. They're like, Oh, I don't know what our employee was thinking. Let me just take care of you. You know, they'll try and work out deals. It'll try and calm them down. But there was one in particular who, uh, was yes. <laughs> spineless. that word. And, uh, when you, when you saw them on the schedule, you're just like, Oh man, I, I hope A, that a bad customer doesn't come in and and B, that it turns into, you know, a fiasco. But uh, there was one, yeah, who just really would not go by even the store's um, own rules. And it just was kind of, it's like, why do we even have those to begin with? But you just had to deal with it. I Uh, I would
1: say that that is one of the biggest arguments for a lot of us in retail is why do we bother having return policies when the company (laughs) doesn't even enforce them themselves? <clears throat> what's, totally. the, what's the grossest oh, thing you, agree. you ever saw returned
0: oh grossest thing um, <laughs> a used toilet and I'm not even joking um, I was this close about putting in my returns video but I'm like well we're going to kind of keep this PG um, but someone brought it, a used toilet in with the water and all the stuff inside and it you could just smell it before it even came in the oh door. Oh, God. And, uh, even our manager. Yeah, even our manager was like, you know what? You don't even have to scan this. Just go outside, throw it away. Like, even if you just leave it out there, just just get it out of the store. You know, we don't need that in here with our customers. And I'm like, whoa. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That, some that's people. <laughs> disgusting,
1: man. That, uh, oh, yeah. God. I mean, that's where you start <laughs> asking for hazard pay at that point. You know, get you you have yeah, to no totally. so are, are you still yeah. working at home art
0: i am not no um it was basically a college job and uh i feel bad even calling it that because there was a lot more good than than bad but um i left home art uh the very end of 2019 and uh i um got an animation job here in, in minneapolis i'm in minnesota um, and I, with COVID happened and I was furloughed and usually, you know, the, the art kids or, you know, the, uh, the design people are usually the first to be laid off or furloughed. And I was like, I understand, you know, I know these are tough times. So I went back into retail, uh, as merchandising with, uh, Pepsi. So I kind of got to see the other side of the story, you know, working overnights and, and stocking stuff. And still I was like, well, at least there's not going to be customers there were yes. customers <laughs> and there were, I'll tell you what though, there. <laughs> there's those, always customers.
1: those Pepsi guys put in some work.
0: It ain't easy. Yeah. I No, I was putting at least 90 hours a week at the very end because it was, uh, it was union. Um, and, uh, I get, you know, start the job and, and you're kind of at the bottom of the union list. Like I totally understand that. Um, but, uh, the 90 hours a week thing was just, I didn't see my own family, didn't see any of my friends. Um, and, and I was just like, yeah. Wait, you you were doing we'll, 90 we'll, hours a we'll week and you,
1: it was unionized?
0: Yes. They, they were messed up because they would hire um, all these random people. Um, I actually kind of based my hiring manager video off of that um, where they would just hire... Joe Schmoe, you know, and uh, the, Joe Schmo would quit that same week, I think, just to show that they were, you know, looking for employment or something like that. But it put the burden on us, the merchandisers, and we had to pick up, you know, the slack. And uh, towards the very end, I was like, well, yeah, I can't do this. <laughs> Respect anyone that can. I, I can't believe, you know, anyone can go through with this, but it's just That's not insane.
1: for me. Um, so do you still stay in contact with anybody with uh, yeah. Home Depot?
0: I do. Uh, my most recent home art video or Home Depot. Um, I had uh, two of, of uh, my coworker friends. Uh, I was like, "Hey, you know, we we've been through thick and thin together. Do you want to be in my animation?" And they're like, "Yeah." So um, they did their own voices. They they voiced themselves, and that was super fun. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll reach out to uh, you know a couple of my old coworkers and share some memes on Messenger or uh, see you know what they're up to, but yeah like i said that was definitely the best part I, I met some amazing people and it's so interesting to hear their stories behind it too you know how they got into retail and um you know everyone's kind of going through their own thing so um yeah there are some great people
1: at, so at Home Depot. what kind of feedback did you get from friends and peers and whatnot that were still still there when COVID hit i mean how bad was it for those guys
0: it was horrible um you know obviously you know the government they're they're learning new stuff about the virus and they're you know making mandates and the mandates trickled to the corporate world and corporate's like well we got to follow these mandates and you know the masks were on and uh i had to do that with with pepsi merchandising and you know i understood protocols um but uh they it was tough for them that the world 2020 and, and even this year um the uh the retail world has just been a mess. I mean, they're, everyone's like, Oh, they're heroes out there. You know, they definitely are, um, for sure, because they not only now have to put up with customers, but have to put up with all, you know, the mandates and stuff. And, um, they're, they're doing a great job for sure. So, uh, Hero had a question
1: and and this is actually a pretty good one. Do you feel intimidated animating your friends?
0: No, not at all. Um, I uh, Before I um, got to the animation process, um, I was in close contact with them about like designing what they looked like, and I was kind of sending them back and forth, like, oh, you know, you think you know, you like this shirt color? Do you like, you know, what, what's your weapon going to be when we pulled all the weapons off the wall, you know, all the, the hardware tools? And um, they got a good say in um, how they kind of wanted to look, and um, I knew I wanted to do that before I even started um but uh it that project was was really fun and I have a lot more coming for nice. sure. Now do
1: they have they mentioned anything to you about like what it's been like working there with like the supply chain issues? Like what kind of customers are they getting been, and are customers still acting surprised that they can't get stuff?
0: Yeah, I I have not heard too much about that. Um just a few things. I know there's certain products, um, international stuff. That's, uh, we've, you know, there's been issues bringing into the store, but not too much. I'm kind of surprised because I figured, you know, that'd be such a big thing, but, uh, I wonder if it's just because it's hardware stuff or a lot of it's, you know, American made. Um, but that was definitely surprising for me. Yeah. I haven't heard too much. of that. Wow. Um, so
1: let's see here. What else we got, uh, question wise, nothing there. Um, you know, I lived in Atlanta for a while and Home Depot's corporate offices down there. And as you know, and I've got to say that the people I've run across to, that have worked for Home Depot uh, usually have pretty good things to say about them, to be honest with you. They're one of the few companies that, you know, you really don't hear a lot of negative press about. And I think that's a good thing. I think that says a lot for what they're doing. Um And another question just came in. Did you expect retail to influence your animation as much as it did?
0: No, not at all. It it really took the first two um, bad customer experiences to just really give me that idea. And I'd I'd come home from work, you know, and and be like, Hey, guess what happened today? And um, it, there was a difference between, you know, kind of like telling what happened and then showing what happened. So, um, I was like, well, it, I have to show, like, I got to make this an actual series. So, um, it, I never thought, yeah, retail would, would have such a big impact on my life, but, uh, I'm happy it did because it, it taught me a lot of things, um, you know, responsibility, timeliness, um, and, uh, there was definitely more good than bad, but it was quite the journey for sure. And, uh, I can definitely relate to, to anyone going through it. It's fun. I think. Everyone should at least do retail or fast food for one year of their life just to see the kind of stuff that happens. Because it, it sounds exaggerated, but once you actually experience it, it's like, wow, that, all of it's true. <laughs> you know, you
1: bring up a good point, And actually, the experiencing it part of it just came up as a question. It said, um, experiencing it firsthand and then getting out, do you find yourself reacting differently to, one, employees, Two customers treating people poorly.
0: Yes, absolutely. It uh, before I even went to retail, it was kind of just common sense, you know, to kind of put yourself in the other person's shoes. Even not retail, you know, you just kind of do that in life because you you really don't know what people are going through, and um, but re- retail definitely for sure has heightened that sense. And if the cashier's having a hard time and they're they're genuinely trying to do their best, especially in fast food. I can't imagine what fast food is like Um, props to them. I mean, that's, that's awesome. Uh, So definitely that's, that's heightened that. And uh, when I see customers, you know, argue about a coupon, um, all there's been a few times I've kind of stepped in like, Hey, you know, everything's going to be all right. But uh, um, you know, it's definitely, that's why I think everyone should, should experience that because you, get a better outlook and understanding of what the other person is is trying to do because you know no employee is gonna try and make you have a bad day like no one's purposely saying oh we don't have it in the back you know (laughs) they're not doing it as some sick joke they're they're actually trying to to help yeah um so the video
1: uh, with the corporate visit So I'm assuming you drew inspiration from real world things there as well.
0: (laughs) Oh yes. (laughs) Yeah. We had, um, speaking of spineless, I know that (laughs) came up earlier, but uh, we had a, a particular guy who, um, who would come in, uh, and they were just the worst. I mean, they were super oblivious Um, We called them campus hires because they would, you know, get a master's degree and just go straight into management. And they thought they were the experts because they learned all about it from a book. And they never, you know, there's a difference between learning about something and experiencing it. Um, And they just did not know how to lead at all. Um, And I got a lot more of those coming out, too. Like, I'm I'm happy uh, people thought that was was pretty funny because... I feel like I barely scratched the surface. We had multiple visits uh, from that particular corporate person. Well, I think
1: historically that is one of the worst things I've ever seen happen is what you just stated. These people get these degrees Mm -hmm. and and your video nails it. So this person gets a degree, goes straight to corporate or Mm -hmm. into management, has never worked in the store ever, and is sitting there telling you how to run a register or the whole thing where you're in the garden center and you're like, I'm not loading this up, you know? I mean I mean yeah. that's they don't teach them the real world when they go do that stuff there's no chapter on dealing with karens when you go to to business management school <laughs> I mean you 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 can't <laughs> i mean it's just it's just awful and but yeah that video was great because you know any of us that have worked in retail watching that god we have experienced that it it it, it was it was like i think actually i posted that video on twitter and i think that was the one i said that you know that you were my spirit animal <laughs> yes <laughs> I, I was like wow <laughs> but um let's see uh irish connection asked what would you change about retail culture the manager's leadership or the entitled customers
0: Ooh, that's a tough one for sure. I would say the, oh boy, I would say the customer um, because the manager leadership, they, they always sooner or later kind of figure out however long that would take um, kind of how the store operates and uh, whether they, they do a good job or not. Um, they eventually kind of figure out, you know, what's what. The customer though, has been the most consistent uh, just bad I mean and like I said there's there's good customers, but you know when a bad customer comes in, there's nothing really changing their mind. They're they're in they're out for blood. <laughs> so I'll definitely change the customer over the, the manager leadership. One's annoying and one is scary. Right. So <laughs> well I mean working in retail is is frightening in a sense
1: because if you look at it from just um, a study on people It's frightening because, you know, I've told the story, you know, I started back in in retail and grocery and stuff in like 1988. And I've told people that I've watched society devolve in real time because 15, 20 years ago, there weren't really Karens or customers like that. You know, if there was something they had their shopping cart that they they decided they didn't want to buy, they'd actually go put it back where they got it. Not anymore. And so when you're working on the front line, you, you kind of see the underbelly and ugliness of humanity,
0: and it's a, it's frightening. Dang. I always wondered that. Yeah, that's interesting because I, I always wondered, you know, is this a new thing? Is, like, the Karen a new thing? Um, but that's interesting. You mentioned that. Yeah. Well, I wow. think a
1: large part of it, and you hit on this earlier, you know, making the phrase, you know, the customer is always right. I think at some point in time, (laughs) corporations just decided that was the law. And, you know, they would bend over backwards for the most ridiculous requests. And, you know, it's that whole give them an inch, they take a mile. And it's just exploded and gotten worse. And I'm very thankful because I I really thought Black Friday this year would be terrible. And thankfully, you know, nobody did anything stupid that was, you know, notorious enough to, uh, you know, make video or whatnot, but yeah, people have just gotten uglier. And, and, and I hate to say that, but you know, just like your guy who exploded about the doorknob, I mean, really, and truly there was no reason to explode about the Uh, doorknob, but this is, this is just what we're dealing with now. And I live down here in the South and let me tell you, there is nothing worse than an entitled Karen in the South. Let me just tell you.
0: (laughs) Oh man. Oh, man that's funny you mentioned that because i'm i'm from texas uh so i completely see that it, moving from texas to minnesota it's definitely a big culture shift um you know the, the yes sir and the no sir not as big up here um but uh i never did retail down down south so i i cannot imagine what wow, that's I like cannot imagine just a shock going from texas to minnesota it was a bit yeah it, it was it was a learning experience but uh there were good things in Texas that I definitely missed. Good things in the South, the, the the manners and and the like. I said, yeah, the the yes sir and the no sir. Um, it still happens up here, but it's not as as big. I mean, down there, it's it's everywhere. And uh, I I always thought that was Are awesome. Are you a cowboy fan? Actually, Broncos oh, no. fan. But I always wanted to see the Cowboys <laughs> win. <Nice. laughs> well, I'll, I'll
1: I'll give you I'll give you the Broncos. That's okay. They had L way, um, uh, Irish connection said, what do you think about the perception that retail is for teenagers?
0: Oh, I absolutely disagree with that. And, um, I, I, I disagree too about the whole, um, where some two people are doing the exact same job and one get pays more and, you know, the other one gets paid less because they're younger or older. Um, I try to see both sides of that. I see the argument where it's like, oh, well this person's more experienced and this one's not. Well, if they're doing the exact same job, uh, it, it it shouldn't be, you know, a pay gap like that. But, uh, retail is for everyone. Um, I think, uh, a lot of teenagers are are pretty, pretty brave for doing that. I mean, it's a good learning experience for them because they're, that's kind of like opening them up to, to the world too, you know, but, I would argue that's the case for anyone because there can be, you know, someone who's like a lifelong customer going into retail and they're like, wow, this is what I was like to yeah. all the teenagers, you know, way back in the day. So I would say it's
1: definitely for yeah. everyone. Um, we got a geographical question for you here since we were talking about Texas and Minnesota. Uh question was, do do they yeah. think that you're being condescending there when you say yes, ma'am or no, ma'am?
0: Oh yes. <laughs> I've had, uh, more of the maams, i think which is weird because um i've had a ton of people say you know don't call me ma'am you know i'm not old um i think i have included that in one of my homeworks yeah it's it's they take it as offense which is weird and i was like absolutely not you know I, I mean that out of respect it's just how i was raised you know yes ma'am yes sir um but uh it's definitely a lot different up here they'll kind of view that as a an old-fashioned thing which um it's definitely not. It's just a, a respect thing. You know, have a nice day, sir. You know, have a nice day, man. Um, so I, it's, that's definitely a lot different than, uh, you know, the, the South. What's
1: beautiful is when you can use that, you know, when you've got a difficult customer and like you throw, like you got some lady just raising all kinds of hell or whatnot. You, you, you know, you get through it or whatnot and you're like, you have a blessed day. Oh my God. That just sends them over the deep end. <laughs> And you're being nice, but you yeah. know you're why, why you're being nice. You know, you're doing it to be an asshole, but it, it, that will just send them <laughs> over the edge. I mean, just, and I've seen that happen so many times. And then again, people who are having bad days that come in and shop, like you said, I mean, just the, the yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. Sometimes that'll just teeter somebody right off the cliff. And it's like, come on, man, this isn't, we're trying to be nice here
0: right they want to get in your head that's i'm i'm very petty sometimes so uh exactly i agree sometimes we will just kind of like push it a little further you know like oh well, have a nice day like you, your bad mood didn't affect me but uh have a good one you know yeah i, <laughs> yeah, I completely I kinda, agree i kind of got that vibe when you
1: did the little uh calling karen thing where you called her and hung up
0: yeah <laughs> i've done that on multiple dfa um and I've gotten in trouble for it too, but uh, I'll I'll stand my ground. If someone's going to call me and scream in the phone, uh, a for something I'm not you know I didn't do, even though I'm trying to help, that phone is going straight down. I will hang up because I no one should have to, to do that. You know, there's no written rule where it's like you have to sit through that. Um, if you want to talk to someone respectful, I will h- gladly work through any issues, and I will make sure you know you have the best customer experience. But uh, I'm not. Putting up with that—that's a waste of time. Um, at, at Home Mart, what was the worst apartment to work
1: in, and why was it the garden center?
0: <laughs> and why was it the garden center? Um, okay, so the garden center—the garden center was the worst during Memorial Day. Um, I would, hands down, say that any time of the year, even worse than Black Friday and Christmas during the is because. Memorial Day at, at Home Art was so busy. We would have lines going around, you know, the building, and it was just packed. Um, but uh, they, I mean, y- you kind of work with what you have. And uh, <laughs> that's funny. While wow, I was at the Garden Center, it was definitely fun. But Memorial Day Garden Center, you do not well, want to be there. You just, you better. We've had yeah. two people in the chat
1: say paint. So was the paint, paint department horrible?
0: Paint department. So the most of So, yeah. Um, paint department. The worst thing about paint was probably learning the paint machine and obviously spilling stuff. Um, but then customers would come in and they'll be like, Oh, I want to match this. And then they'd show you a picture on your phone. And it's like, well, there's no way I can match that. And then again, it'd be your fault. Um, there would be a lot of customers doing that. Um, the paint machine would malfunction more than enough times during the day. Um, but uh, it, it was pretty easy going on a good day. Um, those are about the only things that uh, were more annoying than, than anything. Um, so talking about like just geographically,
1: I mean, how, how does the garden center do there? I mean, given what your climate is.
0: Yeah, the garden center thrives. Um, the summers here in Minnesota are, first off, the winters are, are terrible. When we first moved up here, it was negative <laughs> 50 windshield, And I was like, no, not about this. But the summers are definitely worth staying for. And that's when we do most business. And um, we sell tons of herbs, tons of, uh, um, you know, all these tropical plants. And it. I'm surprised someone said about the garden center because I actually had a great time out there. I mean, they're definitely bad experiences, you know, down the line, but, um, yeah, it, they, they do pretty well. A ton of our business is, is actually from the garden center. I, so. I just had to take a jab at the garden center cause my, my
1: wife loves the garden center. So, <laughs> oh yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. No, I,
1: f- I figure if somebody actually likes plants and stuff like that, it's probably a great gig and, and you know, when it's slow out there, God, I imagine it's peaceful as hell.
0: It's so peaceful. Everyone's like, oh, the birds are so annoying. It's like, well, don't let them poop on you because <laughs> they'll, they'll go right above you. They'll make their nest right above the cash register. But, you know, right when the store opens and it's kind of that sunset or uh, sunrise, it is so peaceful. I mean, you're you're kind of just in your own thought. And um, yeah, it I actually loved it out there. Not during Memorial Day. Any other day, you know, any other day of the week, it was great, but uh, a great, great department. Somebody asked, what advice
1: would you give to a new employee starting at the Home Mart?
0: Have fun. Definitely. It's going to be hard because uh, learning the point of sale system, um, if you're starting as a cashier, uh, that's going to take some time getting used to, but um, definitely have fun. It. I had a blast and... If a customer is going to be bad, you know, you shrug it off, or it'll always make a great story in the future. Um, but, you know, make friends with your coworkers and, and work as a team because um, the the Home Depot, the Home Mart is my hands down my favorite place I've ever worked with, uh, you know, coworkers. I mean, I've, I've never had. Coworkers better than than Home Depot. They they are that good. So it was it was really fun. Now, I
1: will say when I was talking about you know people talking about working at Home Depot. Now I have heard quite a lot of negative stuff about Lowe's, quite a bit. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, you know it, it seems like you know if you're gonna, it's kind of like Target and Walmart. It's like like Home Depot would be Target and and, and uh, Lowe's would be Walmart because I have. Hardly heard anybody say anything good about working for Lowe's
0: ever. Yeah, and I can't speak for you know. Like, um, I will say this: when when customers are like getting mad at us, they're like, "Oh, yeah, well, I'm going to go to Lowe's." You know, you just lost a customer. That excites me because they're going to have a worse experience at Lowe's than Home Depot. We we did the best we could do. So, um, I've heard that same thing too. And and eventually, you know, the customers will come back because. Home Depot is where it's at. I mean, nothing, nothing beats that. Walking into Home Depot and getting that nice Home Depot smell—you know, the, the lumber department or the garden center—I mean, that's just classic. You can't beat it. Um, let's see. Iris asked, "What were your managers like when you had visits from corporate?
1: Did they put on a show and pretend everything was great?"
0: <laughs> a few of them did. Um, the other few were were very respectful. Um, they came up to us. They're like, "Yeah." You know corporate's coming in um we just want to make sure that we're opening credit cards and um we're, we're doing a you know good job with uh customer service and um just make sure that you know we're not messing anything up so um and i even saw a lot of my managers hop on a cash register and and actually you know um help out but uh sometimes that would be <laughs> put on a show like oh this is what we always do it's like you've never been on a cash register in like three years. Exactly. What are you doing? So, uh, yeah, they, they were okay. They, they were all right. Um, we had a few managers that genuinely, genuinely cared that didn't just offer us pizza parties. And then the other few were, um, it was always put on a show like, Oh yeah, here's, uh, you know, uh, uh, Schmitty. It's like, well, my name's Brady. <laughs> They're like, Oh yeah, we knew that. <laughs> um, so, so Lowe's is
1: like really would have really been your only competition. Did you guys have like Ace Hardwares up there anywhere?
0: We do. They, they, um, they weren't super big competitor wise. We have, uh, Menards. Do you no, guys have do that have down Menards, South? I've heard of that company. It's growing pretty quick. Um, they, they, do one thing that pretty much creams us is they're like eleven percent rebate matcher or, or something like that, where it's like everything you can fit in a bag, they'll match it or some super big deal. Um, so I'd probably say Menards is a little bit more of a competitor than than Lowe's, but uh, at the end of the day, Home Depot, it's always how, on top.
1: How was um like the shoplifting? atmosphere there was it extremely difficult for people to get out of their stuff or were you guys like everywhere else just getting robbed blind
0: we um we were getting robbed while we were watching the robbery take place and we cannot do anything about it um there was one instance where we had um we would call them what we call them uh like a code name i cannot remember it for the life of me but if we saw that particular person they were a regular we would Home management. Hey, you know, Mister um, Kelly, I think uh, is in the store. Just keep an eye on him, and uh, we cannot do anything. Um, one person walked out, and I think they had at least twenty five hundred dollars in, in you know, paint, uh, drills, uh, hammers, you know, lumber and stuff, just random, random crap. And uh, I ran to my manager one time, and I'm like, Hey, you know, manager. This person's robbing our store right now. What do we do? And I kid you not, she was like, well, we don't know what they're going through in life right now. I'm like, what? are you kidding me? We're just going to let this you happen. Why, so. though,
1: that, yeah. Not that that should be always the answer. Um, she brought up a good point. And, and I do believe, you know, personally, yeah. especially if you go hand in hand with how customers have changed and how society has changed, it's extremely dangerous really at this point yeah. to try to do anything. And I'm a big advocate for, there ain't nothing in any of these buildings oh. worth dying for. But my, the bigger thing would be, do, yeah. do they even like make an attempt to like get tag numbers and call the cops or, or they just let it go completely? Because I mean, I could see that like if they're at the door, you know, they can ask for a receipt and the you know the thief can just tell them to screw off and walk out anyway. I mean, are are they doing anything further than
0: that or are they just letting it go? It's going to sound really bad, but honestly, not from what I've seen. Maybe management does that from behind the scenes, but uh, when we've witnessed it. I've never had to record it in a computer or anything. I've never had to, to be like, oh, I saw this was stolen. I've never had to account for any of that. So maybe they watch the cameras. Um, but from my knowledge, I've never seen any follow-up with that. Wow. So.
1: Because some, there's some high yeah. item in, in those joints. Whew. So one of the la- one of the last yeah, questions I wanted one- to ask you, and I saved this to the end. How much did yeah. you love... Having to push credit cards.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> I figured this would come up. Um, yes, I hated it. Every bit of it. And that's when I put on a show because uh, I pretended like I liked doing that. So if any of my managers are watching this, <laughs> I hated every bit of it. Um, I The only reason I did it because there was one day... Um, I actually got a video coming out about this credit, but uh, my manager caught me one day sitting down, which in retail, that's a big no, no. Um, and I was like, well, I don't want to lose this job. What do I kind of do to make things better? I started opening up credit cards and I like, I'm not trying to, like, not trying to you know, to my own horn, but I w- did a pretty good job. And my manager's like, wow, you're, you're doing great at this, you know, keep up. And it started turning into a expectation mm-hmm about me opening up these and um, some another co-worker of mine was like oh you know it's pretty good like what are you getting out of it and I'm like that's a good point, that's a good point. <laughs> nothing so I kind of stopped and uh, they kind of got mad and it was kind of a they made all these things I think there was like a I don't, I don't know if they have these at the other Home Depots but it was like they put a free soda sign if I don't ask for oh, credit and um, you know that they have those at the other no, home
1: other retailers
0: have have stuff like that oh, oh yes. really yeah i mean that's super petty so i i would ask for credit cards but i'd make it very clear it's a credit card you know i'll be like oh yeah would you like to open a credit card you want to you know lower your credit <laughs> today I'm like well i asked them you don't want it <laughs> so it's like I'm not going to let. Them, I, I hated yeah. the.
1: I hate but the credit hate, card thing. Look, I think it's okay that that these places offer them, but I think to like strap arbitrary numbers yeah. on these cashiers. I mean, you get like some seventeen year old cashier who's never worked a day in their life before. It's their first job, and they've got enough stuff to learn on the register as it is, and now you're trying to get them to sell stuff. That just doesn't work.
0: Yeah, right. And the thing is, we had um, a designated credit person that would walk around the store and, and try and open credit who got paid way more than we did. And we were opening up more cards than they were. So it's like, uh, we're getting nothing. And there were a few times the credit guy would come in and be like, hey, you know, they'd be the, the corporate speech like, we really appreciate you getting that. You know, here's some Home Depot napkins. I was thinking about <laughs> you. No, they didn't do that. But it would be <laughs> the same thing. They'd just think of some thoughtless, You're like, yeah, you matter a lot to us. I'm going to go get my Lamborghini and drive away that, you know, you paid for. So thanks. And and sometimes (laughs) asking people to to get a credit
1: card is is infuriating people. God, the amount of people I've had yell at my cashiers and stuff because they offer them a credit card. You know, Clark Howard on the radio says never get your store credit card. I mean, people get like mad.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, totally. It was a it's just blown so out of proportion now. And it's just like, I, I still want to know what the whole reason, like who benefits from it because it's, it's not the cashiers. It's not the, the, the credit guy. So like at the end of the day,
1: where's all that going to to? trick you want to know what, who, who it matters to here's how this works. All right. So let's, let's just use home Depot as an example. All right. So let's say their credit cards offered through like synergy, or or HSBC, right? So let's say they apply for a credit card and this customer, is, let's say they get a $3,000 limit, okay? Well, once they spend that $3,000, that goes into the Home Mart's till. And then if they default on that credit card, Home Mart doesn't care. They already got their 3K, Mm. So see, because yeah. if if they do not pay off the credit card, that falls to the credit card company, the the actual company that is issuing, you know, like a Home Mart, they get the sell,
0: so they don't care. <laughs> that, yeah, that's crazy. That sounds like a a scheme. Yeah, well, well, it is. <laughs> I want no part I was, of.
1: I, I was a uh, manager for Guitar Center for several years, and I literally had I literally oh, had yeah. somebody because we pitch credit cards and it, I had somebody hmm. tell me that you know look if they get approved for $3,000 make them spend it today because once we get the sale we don't care what happens to their credit we don't care if they never pay it back we got ours
0: I mean that's it's very predatory yeah wow yeah that's and I, I kind of stopped when I was offering because they were relentless they're like we need You know, 100 credit cards today. I don't care how we did it. And they'd be making us ask these, you know, old, old people, these senior citizens. And I'm like, I can't do that. You know, they they got enough on their plate already. Like, why do I want them riddled with Home Depot credit? Like, I (laughs) I don't want to go to hell. Like, that's just a scummy thing to do. So it. Yeah, that's crazy. That's Um, something else. I'm assuming
1: this question is like talking about the videos and the animation that you do. The question is, did you watch any training videos and think that I could do better than this?
0: Oh, all the time. (laughs) All all the time. All of the training videos we watched were were all fake. Um, And uh, Home Depot had a mandatory training video every month called uh, In Focus, which... Um, it it kind of went over a different topic, you know, like credit and what happens when the store is getting robbed and, you know, cashier friendliness stuff. Um, but the way they explained it was just bad. Yeah, it yeah, I could Ooh, definitely do better. Um, it's funny because the, the one uh,
1: have you have you done any because I haven't watched all your videos yet. Have you done like a series of like training videos? I think that would be awesome if you did that.
0: i was kind of thinking about it someone brought that up in one of my comments um i think it was part two where like the end credit scene was like oh this resembles our training video kind of style and i'm like yeah you know i wasn't really thinking about that i'm like that would that's kind of a good idea you know there's sort of an untapped market there of all the training videos but uh the the ones i have yeah (laughs) i think yeah i I'm tempted. I, I think uh, there's, like I said, a lot of material there for sure, um, especially if it's the campus hires backpedaling yeah. it, you know. And, you know, and it doesn't have to be Home
1: March specific. I mean, you can make up a training video for anything, but I, I, your delivery and what uh, man, I think that would be fantastic to see. <laughs> do that. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Thank All you right. so much. So yeah. we're sitting at right at an hour. So where
0: do, where do you want to take okay. Brady Tunes? Like, what? what's your goal? my goal um i would love to continue this retail thing because originally um i started the home artists like i said you know sub series for my story time um series but retail really sticks on my channel for some reason so I, I would love to to grow youtube um i think it's i've had a ton of fun making all these videos and um even even if i don't get monetized you know i it was super fun to make because I met some amazing people, and uh, I would love to just continue that. It was uh, a great. There experience. was a suggestion
1: for your your training video: sarcastic service with Brady. Sarcastic,
0: sarcastic service, with <laughs> Brady. I love it. <laughs> well, I will tell you, we
1: will um, you. the Warzone community will continue to be spreading your good work because it is we as retail workers, okay. We love seeing this stuff. We love seeing, you know, that you know, even though we know we're not alone, yeah. but we love seeing people who can take these experiences that we all have and put them in a package like you have that, that you know, are not only truthful, but they're humorous, they're funny. And and, it, and, it's, and, and I've got to praise you. I mean, your content's great. And I'm telling you, the, the more that gets out in front of retail employees, you know, you're you'll be doing just fine. And you know we're going to do our damnedest to make sure we get everybody we can to see them.
0: That means the absolute world to me, and uh, that's what makes it 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 worth it. I mean, that Steve, thank you so much for having me. I mean, this was a great opportunity, and, and thank you to the Irish Connection for for um, you know speaking, reaching out on Reddit, and uh, um, letting me post in, in a subreddit. I mean this this was a great experience. You know that means the world to me that. People watch these and laugh at them because um, that that like that's what makes it worth it. I love you know I love also hearing other stories too about what other people go through and um, you know how we can relate. So um, that's that's what I look forward to. For oh, sure. anytime, Thank you so much. anytime.
1: And like I said, I you know I think what you're doing is great, and you know I'll tell you like like we we've discussed before, you know you you get like this moderate kind of growth as you go through one I, it only takes you know that one person you know one person to get a hold of one of your videos i mean and it's just a matter of just you know filtering that stuff out there and getting there you know we had a gentleman on the show uh steven petrovelli who has a comic book series based on retail and and saw that, and, and, and that it was, was fantastic so cool. And, you know, I like the fact that I can see these kind of experiences get put into these different kinds of, of of media, you know, to where, you know, if you're a comic book lover, you love it, if you like animation or, you know, you're wanting to learn how to do animation and they stumble across your stuff. I mean, it's... We have lots of stories to tell from this industry. And, and the, the, the more avenues of storytelling that we can gather, the better off as a group we all will be. So, I, you know, I'm extremely thankful that Iris reached out to you, and I'm thankful that, you know, you came on. And like, you know, I've said before, you know, anybody that's on the show your links to your stuff stays in the description of our videos as going forward, whether it be, you know, the comic book or websites or whatnot. So it's always going to be there and, you know, we'll hit you up again and have you back on again. You know, we'll check back in in like two or three months and see where you're at and do this again and chop it up. So, um, this is, these are great experiences for me. And, you know, I, I, I especially love when I see people taking, like, what you're doing. It's Obviously, it's it's well done. It's professionally done. It's not like, you know, some 12-year-old scribbling on paper. You know what you're doing. You went to school for it. But (laughs) you found a way to use your talent to tell these stories. And that's something that we all need. And I don't know if you've ever seen him. Have you ever seen Sergeant Ducky? Okay. I have not. No. He's from Ireland. And he does. Uh, he has a whole series of videos okay. on retail, um, and and they're they're pretty they're pretty vile, but they're funny. But it's it's that kind of stuff. It's it's having the people that can tell these kind of stories, just like you, what you're doing, that makes it all worthwhile. And like you said, whether you get monetized or not, you know, it's about being able to do it. Same thing here. If I don't ever make a dime off this shit, I don't care. I mean, this is this is therapy for me, you know. So once again. Thank you so much yeah. for being on, and and we'll hit you up soon. So, do you have any last words for anybody before we go?
0: Well, Steve, I'm honored again uh, to be on on the podcast on on the show. Um, I love your work, and I think uh, I, I've watched almost all, all your episodes now, and it's just amazing the stuff that you do too. And uh, it, it's so interesting telling the story from the perspective of the retail associate or the you know employee because we we see all these memes and these stories, but we don't actually know what it's like. So I think um, that's, there's just such a, an audience wanting to listen to that too. So I think your work's amazing too. And I'm so honored uh, that you had me on here. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what you release next and, uh, uh you know i'm very grateful for the opportunity so thank oh, you very thank much you. and
1: uh just to let you know the audio version of the podcast uh it should be up sometime between eh, 11 and midnight so that's the one thing i do is that we do the live stream Perfect. and then i'll go back and i'll throw it in the logic and and chop it up to where i need to and then we do like the audio side of it so you know that way people can kind of pause it and pick out their parts and whatnot but I'll be watching for that tonight yeah. All right, everybody. So, Thank you so um so tonight is the last one for 2021. Uh when we return, we will have a brand new look. Um only two people have seen it, and that is the wife and Irish. So they know what's coming. It's gonna be very gritty. So um I'm very proud of it. I figured, you know, new year, we'll change some things up. Uh if you have not spread the song, go spread the song. Blame Tag wants uh ten thousand plays before Christmas. We're about two thousand away, so we're not far off. He said he would wear a dress too and and you know, do like a Mariah video. So we'll see if he does that. <laughs> but anyway, guys, everybody have a great night and we will see you on January fifth. Thank y'all.